Welcome to the Yesteryear Chronicles, a podcast where we explore events from this day in history. I'm Adrian, your favorite history professor. And I'm Becca, whose homework you always copy. Today's date is April 26th, and we have some fascinating stories lined up for you. Did you know that today is the anniversary of the world's first failed attempt at a flash mob orchestrated by the Pozzi family? Are you pulling my leg, Becca? Maybe a little, but just imagine if that were the case. We'll be discussing the actual Pozzi conspiracy later in the episode. On April 26th, 121 AD, the Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius was born. Known as the Philosopher King, he was one of the most respected emperors in Roman history. His writings, Meditations, have had a lasting impact on Western philosophy, covering themes such as self-improvement, the nature of the universe, and the importance of virtue. What do you think of Marcus Aurelius and his impact on history? He was definitely an influential figure, not just as a ruler, but also as a philosopher. His Stoic principles have continued to resonate with people throughout the centuries. The fact that his writings are still widely read and appreciated today speaks volumes about his enduring legacy. Now, let's fast forward to April 26, 1721, when the devastating Tabriz earthquake struck Iran. The quake, with an estimated magnitude of 7.7, left around 250,000 people dead and destroyed much of the city. Truly a catastrophic event. Indeed, it was one of the deadliest earthquakes in history. It's a sobering reminder of the immense power of nature and the importance of being prepared for such disasters. On a different note, on April 26, 1865, John Wilkes Booth, the assassin of President Abraham Lincoln, was found hiding in a barn in Virginia. This came after an intense 12-day manhunt led by Union soldiers who were determined to capture the infamous figure. The pursuit of Booth must have been a tense and difficult time, with the nation still reeling from the shock of President Lincoln's assassination. So what happened when they finally caught up to him? After refusing to surrender, Booth was shot by Union soldier Thomas P. Boston Corbett and died later that day. This marked a dramatic end to one of the most infamous figures in American history. It's interesting to note that even though Booth's actions were driven by his belief in the Confederacy, his assassination of Lincoln ultimately did more harm than good for the Southern cause, as it led to a harsher Reconstruction policy in the years that followed. Today's first deep dive takes us back to April 26, 1478, when the Pazzi conspiracy unfolded in Florence, Italy. The plot, orchestrated by members of the rival Pazzi family, sought to overthrow the powerful Medici family, who held significant influence over Florence's politics and economy at the time. The conspirators planned to assassinate Lorenzo de' Medici, known as Lorenzo the Magnificent, and his brother Giuliano during a Sunday Mass at the Florence Cathedral. The plan went awry when Giuliano was killed, but Lorenzo managed to escape with only minor injuries. In the ensuing chaos, the city of Florence rose in support of the Medicis. The conspirators, including members of the Pazzi family and several high-ranking officials, were swiftly captured and executed. The Pazzi conspiracy marked a turning point in the city's history and further solidified the Medici family's hold on power. So what motivated the Pazzi family to attempt such a daring plot? The Pazzi family, like the Medicis, were bankers and prominent citizens in Florence. However, they were frustrated with the Medici dominance and sought to regain their own influence and control over the city. In their desperation, they resorted to a violent high-stakes plot to eliminate the Medici brothers, hoping to seize power in the aftermath. And were there any lasting consequences for the Pazzi family? Indeed there were. 
Following the failed conspiracy, the Pazzi family was stripped of their wealth, their lands were confiscated, and their name was forever tarnished. Many family members faced exile, imprisonment, or execution. It was a steep price to pay for their failed attempt to seize power. The Medici family's control over Florence continued to grow, and they remained influential patrons of the arts and key figures in the Renaissance. It's fascinating how this single event changed the course of history and ultimately shaped the cultural legacy of Florence. For our second deep dive, we'll discuss the Chernobyl disaster, which occurred on April 26, 1986. The explosion and subsequent meltdown at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant in Ukraine resulted in widespread radioactive contamination, making it the worst nuclear accident in history. The disaster began during a safety test, which was intended to simulate a power outage. However, due to a series of design flaws and operator errors, the test went horribly wrong, ultimately leading to a massive explosion and the release of radioactive material into the atmosphere. The disaster's immediate aftermath saw the deaths of two plant workers, while 28 firefighters and plant operators died from acute radiation sickness in the following months. Long-term health effects, including an increase in cancer rates, are still being studied. The event led to a re-evaluation of nuclear power plant safety and eventually the decommissioning of the remaining reactors at the Chernobyl site. Can you talk about the impact of the disaster on the surrounding area and the people who live there? Absolutely. The disaster forced the evacuation of around 116,000 people from the affected region. The town of Pripyat, which was home to plant workers and their families, became a ghost town almost overnight. The exclusion zone, a heavily contaminated area around the plant, is still largely uninhabited, and many of the evacuees have never been able to return to their homes. The disaster had a profound and lasting impact on the lives of those who lived in the region and on the environment. Over the years, I've heard about people visiting the exclusion zone for tours. Can you shed some light on that? That's correct. Despite the dangers associated with radiation exposure, the exclusion zone has become something of a dark tourist attraction in recent years. Guided tours are available, allowing visitors to explore the abandoned buildings and observe the eerie, desolate landscape. It's worth mentioning, though, that the area remains dangerous due to the lingering radiation and the potential for structural collapses in the decaying buildings. Meanwhile, wildlife has gradually returned to the exclusion zone, creating a unique and unexpected nature reserve where animals such as wolves, deer, and even endangered species like the European bison thrive in the absence of human interference. Now let's dive into some pop culture milestones. On April 26, 1886, the legendary blues singer Ma Rainey was born. Often referred to as the mother of the blues, Rainey's powerful voice and captivating stage presence helped to define the blues genre and pave the way for future generations of musicians. And on this day in 1963, the renowned martial artist and actor Jet Li was born. With his incredible skills in various martial arts disciplines, Li has starred in numerous films such as Once Upon a Time in China, Romeo Must Die, and Hero, earning him a place among the great action stars of cinema. Jet Li's talent for blending martial arts with acting has always been impressive. Becca, do you have a favorite Jet Li role? I think my favorite role of his is in Hero. The film's stunning visuals, combined with Li's performance as a nameless warrior, make it a standout for me. What about you? I'd have to agree that Hero is a fantastic film, but I also really enjoyed his performance in Unleashed, 
It showcased his martial arts prowess while also giving him the opportunity to play a more nuanced character. Speaking of cinema, on April 26, 2019, the Marvel Cinematic Universe's epic conclusion, Avengers Endgame, had its wide release. The film, which brought together over a decade's worth of interconnected stories and characters, became the highest-grossing film of all time. Oh, I remember the excitement surrounding that release. Do you have a favorite moment from Avengers Endgame or a favorite character from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I would say my favorite moment from Endgame has to be when all the heroes assemble for the final battle. As for my favorite character, I've always been partial to Iron Man. How about you? I loved the moment when Captain America wielded Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. And my favorite character is definitely Black Widow. She's a total badass. But let's not forget about the other characters who made the Marvel Cinematic Universe so special. It's hard to imagine the franchise without actors like Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, and Scarlett Johansson bringing their iconic roles to life. Absolutely. The Marvel Cinematic Universe has given us some unforgettable moments and characters, and Avengers Endgame was a fitting tribute to the incredible journey they've taken us on. Well, that wraps up today's episode of the Yesteryear Chronicles. Thank you for joining us as we explored events such as the birth of Marcus Aurelius, the Tabris earthquake, the Potsy conspiracy, and the Chernobyl disaster. Today is also World Intellectual Property Day, a day to celebrate the role that intellectual property rights play in encouraging innovation and creativity. We hope you enjoyed our journey through history, and we'll see you tomorrow for more Chronicles of Yesteryear. Yesteryear.